can't you take a joke? Oh, you can take a joke. But what you can't take is someone asking you, can't you take a joke? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I figured out why Facebook has divided America right down the middle and made both sides hate each other. And so I've never been a Facebook user, really, um, until like the last month. The last month I've been going on there and posting. Like it used to be, you know, I'd check Facebook maybe a few times a year and just see what other people are saying, you know, maybe see a picture of someone's kid. But I never really posted anything. Anyways, now I've been posting some stuff and checking what other people say a little more, too. And so there's basically, there's two kinds of posts that I see, anyways, my friends and family, and one of those is just, it's like pictures of their kids. I don't know, like right now there's a bunch of graduation pictures. You know, the kid doesn't have to be a little baby, it could be graduated from college, who knows. And then the other kind of post is basically, you know, it's a tribalism post, it's a us versus them kind of post, where you... I don't know, you either say that your side is better or that the other side is, you know, evil or both, ideally. And I, you know, it dawned on me, you know, I haven't heard anyone say it. I haven't heard anyone say what I'm, what the stuff I'm about to say here, but it's so obviously true. But in any case, it dawned on me because I was my woke buddy. My woke buddy that I talk to on the phone that I mention sometimes, he's on Facebook and he likes to post quite a bit and political stuff. I mean, his wife is putting up pictures of babies. He's putting up stuff about how Republicans are evil. And, you know, they're responsible. For every child killed in Uvalde, Republicans are personally responsible. Stuff like that. And his posts annoy me. So, you know, mostly I would just, I just, at this point, I just, I just skip them. I don't read them. Like, I was like, oh, he's saying something. I just skip over it. Don't, I don't read it because otherwise it'll draw me in and I'll be like, that's stupid. I mean, uh, I can't, I can't think of the specific one but you know he might say something like republicans are racist and i'd be like yeah that's why hispanics are voting for them in such large numbers now and black men are starting to switch too basically i do i think it's called satire i don't know sarcasm i do satire or sarcasm but in any case so this is my woke buddy he's on facebook all the time he's posting all this stuff about how he's on the right side and the people on the other side are evil and it was annoying me and so this would be mean, so I didn't do it, but I was, I was thinking about it, I would do a count. Like each post that he did that said, I, you know, me good, you bad, I would go under there and say, you know, you know I guess we're, we're in June right now. You could do it by the week, by the day, by the month, whatever. I could be like, oh, June, you know, that's your, that's your 27th Facebook post saying that your side is good and the other side is evil. And then the next time he did it, I'd be like, that's your 28th post saying your side is good and the other side is evil, etc. I mean, I think it probably get up to, he probably does three a day, so you know, whatever. I'd be like, yeah, you made it to 100. At the end of June or something, I'd be like, you made it to 100 posts. And whatever, that was sounding like kind of a, a fun thing to do. Um, but then I had a realization. That would just be me doing the exact same thing. You know, I'm not like a, I'm not on the, the Democrat versus Republican spectrum, but I definitely am on a, whatever, I'm, the an, I'm on the anti-woke versus woke spectrum. And there's not a lot of woke Republicans, but there's plenty of anti-woke people on the left. So, you know, whatever, I do, I, I, I get to have my group, I get to have my group that I think is good, and I get to say that the other side, the woke side, is evil. 
So like I say, say if my buddy called re Republicans racist a hundred times, I'd be calling woke people stupid a hundred times. Like it's just it's just what Facebook kind of makes you do, and I'll explain why. So like I said, half of Facebook is pictures of kids and family outings and stuff, and so that's basically like you know what what we used to call in the old days a photo album. Like, I used to hate this stuff when I was a kid, but you'd, you'd go over to someone's house and they just got back from a vacation or something, and they would get out the photo album. They'd gotten all their pictures developed at the, whatever you can call that, the photo mart, whatever you call that. I mean, this stuff is so old, I don't even know. This is like back when your phone had a dial on it. But in any case, they had these things called photo albums. It was books of pictures that you personally took yourselves, and then, you know, usually it'd be relatives. It's like, you know, you'd have to sit down, whatever. I would have to sit on one side. My mom would sit on the other side, you know, on a couch of this relative. And then the relative would open up the photo album and slowly go through it saying, oh, there's aunt so-and-so. Oh, and uncle blah, blah, he got too drunk. Except that already that's more exciting than how it really went. And so that's half of Facebook. And that part is actually pretty good. It's like... Basically, you don't have to go at the speed of the person turning the page of the photo album. You can zip right through if you don't want to see it. Or you can stop and linger and say, oh, interesting. That kid who punched me in the balls when he was two years old just graduated from law school. So, okay. So, Facebook is like a photo album. The other thing it's like is it's, it's like you have your own newspaper. It's like everyone has their own newspaper. And I imagine you can put audio on there. You can definitely put video on there. I... I got a crazy friend who, like, puts himself on there playing guitar. But anyways, so Facebook is also kind of like everyone has their own radio station if they want it. I don't see anyone using it that way. And then everyone also has their own TV station. And only, like, literally bipolar friends of mine who spun out because of drugs are using that, that part of it. But everyone else just uses it like a newspaper. And I didn't use Facebook before Trump. And, you know, maybe back then it was... You know, it'd be like the equivalent of newspaper articles like how to cook a turkey without making it dry or how to make an omelet without burning it. And the answer to those is turkey, you got to brine it for like at least two days. And omelet is you got to cook it on insanely low heat and you got to put a lid over the top and you got to move it around as one part of the omelet gets more done than the you know one half gets more ha done than the other half you got to move that part over to the fire or at least for me I got propane and I think a lot of electric stovetops can't even go low enough to do an omelet correctly and also put the cheese in right at the beginning and also you got to use butter because oil you think that oil is nonstick it's not only butter but so anyways facebook is like you have your own newspaper and they've kind of got a, you know, there's a famous saying about newspapers, which is, if it bleeds, it leads. And what that means is people don't, you know, the news, right? You know, if you go, if you turn on the news, they're not telling you happy story after happy story. The news is telling you about the bad thing that happened that day. You know, here's the war that got started today. Here's the person that got murdered today. And so Facebook is kind of like that. Like, I, I live in a small town. And we don't have we have a murder maybe once a month. We're kind of the murder capital around here, but and this is all white people. But I could go on Facebook and say no one was murdered today, and then the next day I could go no one was murdered today. You know, so maybe 
you know, 29 days out of the month, I could say no one was murdered today. And then on the day that someone gets murdered, I could just be silent. Or the more efficient thing to do is be silent on all the day that there was no murder. And then the day that something someone gets murdered, I'd be like, hey, someone got murdered. But, you know, murder's fun. But since Trump, or maybe since social media, either way, like, you know, the, the, the national po- pastime that people like to point fingers about is politics. You know, so it just, just basically whatever your politics are, you just look for those things and you put them on Facebook. Like, you know, if you think white supremacy is destroying black America, then when you see a white person murder a black person, you just, you know, you're just going to post that link and say, look, white, another white person killing a black person. And, you know, if you're like, uh, if you support gun rights, then, you know, there'll be, there'll be some video of a shopkeeper who you know, shoots a robber and saves the day. You'll be posting that video on there and saying, ha, look, a good guy with a gun is how you beat a bad guy with a gun. And if you oppose gun rights, you're going to be like, you know, some kid gets shot with a gun. You'll be like, ha, look at this. Guns are always evil. I mean, like, you know, the first person in, in this latest example is not like, oh, today, no good guy with a gun saved anyone from a bad guy with a gun. Or today... No gun was used to kill a child, right? You just, whatever. You, you, you highlight the stuff that um, supports your narrative of the world. And so basically, people radicalize themselves. Like, I forget what year the, you know, the Syria, Iraq, ISIS stuff was going on. About 10 years ago. Anyways, a whole bunch of, basically, the kids of Muslims... Like kids who, you know, drank alcohol, never prayed, never did nothing. You know, they grew up, uh, like their parents were immigrants who moved to Europe. And then these were like early 20s men who had never been religious in their lives. Well, they watched and, you know, pa- you know passed around videos of, you know, maybe uh, America bombed some, you know, they're trying to kill some terrorists and they accidentally hit a school, killed a bunch of Muslim kids. And whatever, it radicalized young people all across Europe, and they like, whatever, they, they moved in, they, they moved, they moved, they left Europe, you know, it's the only time, one time you leave Europe to go to the Middle East, they left Europe, and they moved to the Middle East to fight for, you know, Muslim stuff, and what we call that is radicalization, and sometimes you call it self-radicalization, because it's not really, you know, it's not the imam at the local mosque who's turned you into a wild-eyed jihadist. You just do it to yourself online. And in fact, I think it's not that hard. And so my woke buddy, or me, I mean, neither one of us is going to go bomb something, but Facebook, it just, well, whatever. It has radicalized us. It's made us, it's made us, it's made me hate woke people more. It's made him hate Republicans more. And obviously I'm coming at this from a 50-year-old man perspective. Uh, I'm sure if you're a woman, it's different. And, you know, young people don't use Facebook, so that would be different for them. But I got one friend on there, you know, whatever, childhood friend, uh, man, same age as me. And he's constantly, he, he talks about cars. He's just, every post is something related to cars. Like, he loves, like, hot rods or muscle cars or whatever. I, mean, I don't even know if he owns one, but he loves the idea of them. He used to own one back in the day, but I think he wrecked it. But in any case... His Facebook posts are all also are us versus them. You know, he's like, if you think I shouldn't drive my hot rod because gas is expensive, then screw you. 
And if you think an electric vehicle will ever be as cool as a V8, then screw you. I guess what I'm saying there is there's probably there's all sorts of little things. There's probably people who think that, you know, pine trees are better than fir trees. And they're going on Facebook, and if you think a fir tree is halfway as good as a pine tree, then screw you. So it just it just naturally divides America, yes, into Republic, you know, left, right. It divides. I think it just it just it is it's almost uh, it wasn't designed to divide Americans into smaller and smaller groups that say screw the other groups. But anyways, that's just what it does. And then men versus women. I don't know why, but it seems like there's more women. There's more women on Facebook than men. At least you know at, at the age of roughly fifty. More of my female friends are on Facebook than my male friends. And I've taken to unfollowing, you know, basically just... That's where you're no longer a friend with someone, but they don't know you're no longer their friend on Facebook. And I've done this to women. Like, there's one woman... I mean, you know, in real life, love... I mean, whatever. I love all these people. They're my friends and my family. Love them all. But, you know, one of them was just filling up my feed. I go on there, it'd be... I think she got... Whatever. She could do it at work. So for eight hours a day, she was just posting stuff on Facebook... My Facebook would be nothing but whatever it was that she was thinking about that day. So I unfollowed her years ago. I don't know if she's still doing it like that. I mentioned this before, but there was a a very dear friend, you know, female friend of mine. Whatever, just super good friend over super many years. And she was going on Facebook and saying things that were not true about Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, like, I'm not like a Kyle Rittenhouse supporter, but I did follow it very carefully. And so I just, I know what the truth is. And basically, like, you know, you could just, if any, if any, if any, anyone listening to this is on Facebook with me, if you want to get me, you know, to reply to you or something, probably just go on there and say, 23 times 47 is 615. And I'll like, is that right? And I'll get out my calculator and I'll reply, no, it's not. It's 624. So just say something that ain't true and just boom, you're going to trigger my ass. But so this woman, she said something that wasn't true about the Rittenhouse situation, and I corrected her. And then she came back like, wow, I haven't talked to you in years. How you doing? And I was like, oh, my God. First off, I don't want to get into an argument with a woman. Women do not like to argue about stuff the way I like to argue about stuff. And then second off, I didn't want to talk about how I've been doing since we've seen each other in years. Anyway, so I unfollowed her. And so that's a little rule that I've come up with. You know, okay, I want to, I want to okay, solutions. What are solutions? Here's the here's the only solution I've come up with so far is that if it's a you know if it's a law you know just a super good friend of yours is a woman who says stupid shit on Facebook just unfollow them because it's not going to be good for her or you or the world or anyone if you're on there correcting a woman they ain't going to like it so just unfollow them I mean you know you might you might like say to a woman something like can't you take a joke and then, oh my God, it'll be whatever. I don't know. If they, I don't know if women can or cannot take a joke necessarily. But what they cannot take is you asking them, "Can't you take a joke?" But so anyway, anyways, I guess I was gonna, I was going to try and think up some solutions. First off, solutions are hard because you know everyone's on Instagram, WhatsApp, Snapchat. I don't even know what's. I don't even know what those things are. So you need a real solution that fixes all those things. I think that Instagram hasn't devolved into politics crap yet, although I think it's it's going to be the next one that does that, and then the kids will move on to whatever. But yeah, so I guess my only solution is unfollow certain people, and then that'll solve that problem, but then it's like, that's the same thing as just saying, we'll just get off of Facebook, so that's not... The way to fix Facebook, 
I mean, one way to fix it would be just don't go on Facebook. But that's that's not a good answer. And so I don't know what the solution is. Let's try a better solution here. So there's a saying that says, the first step in overcoming a problem is admitting you have a problem. And so I think what needs to happen with Facebook is people need to understand what I just out, outlined in this podcast. That basically, Facebook, it allows every person to be their own publisher. If you're a publisher, just like a newspaper, obviously you're going to talk about the bad thing that happened that day, not the good thing. And again, as the publisher, you get to decide which bad things to highlight every day because there's many bad things. And so there you go. Uh, all, the, all the important people that are not listening to me and will never understand what I just said, that's what you guys should be talking about. Get people to understand about Facebook. And then people can at least look at their posts, look at how, they're, how it's affecting their opinions, and uh, you know at least be informed and go from there. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.